Hey, hey everyone. everyone. I'm Claire. And I'm Allison. And we've made it, guys. This is our last episode of season one. Oh, it's crazy. Get your tissues ready. I know. Claire's <laughs> like, are we going to cry at the end of this episode? I was like, no, we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back next season. We're just taking a brief hiatus because the holidays are coming. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of our plan all along to just start in the fall, do like a fall to winter kind of thing, and then we're going to take a break, regroup, and come back in the new year. Yeah. So we're excited. I know. We both decided we really liked the the semester schedule of mm-hmm. college and how we kind of had those breaks, you know, to kind of just reset, evaluate your life, and then get excited for the next semester or whatever so these seasons think of them like semesters yeah definitely because I feel like I still see my life in that way a little bit Mm -hmm. same maybe I guess more quarterly now but Uh, I still see them in semesters I wonder if that'll start to go away the more that we work but then when you have kids again it'll it'll come right back yeah because then that's how they'll think of life yeah true Anyway, we're sitting in our little recording room, and Alice and I just had to think, you know, who will miss us the most? And I think who might miss us the most would be the cleaning lady in our building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so backstory. Um, So we record in the same room every week, and we've gotten into schedule that we record at the same time every Sunday morning, right? And so we come in here at like 9 a.m., It's like clockwork. At the same time every week, this cleaning lady comes by. And so we grab these pillows from this couch that's right outside the room that we record in. They're these really comfy pillows. You know, it just really helps make for a more comfortable recording experience. And every single week, without fail, (laughs) she walks by and then just, like, eyes both of us. And it, like, looks at us and is like, put those back when you're done. (laughs) Put the pillows back. And, like, in the past, she's, like, banged on the door before. While we were recording, (laughs) mind you. Like, we were in the middle. You can obviously see we have a mic, like, right in between us. We're chatting, you know, and she just, like, bangs on the door. (laughs) Put the pillows back. (laughs) But now she doesn't do that anymore. Now she just, like, makes eye contact with us and then mouths the words and we know exactly what she's saying because she points at the pillows and then points at the couch and but like every week we do it like when are we going to build credibility with her like when is she going to trust us when is she going to trust that we're going to put the pillows back because we have every time every time like we're responsible yeah and same thing with the books too yeah I think she mentioned we have like a stack of books that we put the mic on so it's like level Mm -hmm. very uh we're very high tech here yeah (laughs) And, yeah, she's like, put the books back. (laughs) Anyway, but I wonder what she'll feel next week when we're not here. Do you think she'll feel sad? Probably not. (laughs) She'll be like, thank goodness. (laughs) Don't have to worry about the pillows out of place. (laughs) Anyway, well, we are just really excited to do kind of like a more reflection episode. And I think we're just going to reflect, like, At least for me, one of my favorite things about the end of the year is just reflecting on what the year has brought 
and getting excited for next year because January doesn't bring much to my life because it's so cold and sad other than Mm -hmm. just like a fresh start yeah so you know maybe you haven't started thinking about it yet but this could be just an episode you might refer back to of like you know maybe you start reflecting a little bit on your year and then we're also just going to reflect on the podcast a little bit and talk about what might come in the future yeah I know this is always one of my favorite times of the year just especially after the holidays when you're starting to think about the new year and just looking back on everything from the past year and you start to realize just one how much you've done yeah and just it's such a a good time to just reflect and be grateful on everything I know that's the experience I had when I was thinking through all the things from this past year and honestly I might go so far to say that this has been like one of the best years of my life for sure I just looking back I just am at a place where I'm just so grateful for the people in my life I'm grateful for where I'm at and it just looking back it made me realize I'm like wow this year has been incredible yeah I think life just keeps getting better and better which is so sweet Mm -hmm. but real quick actually what do you normally do for like your end of year reflections do you have something you do every year or to get ready for the new year I guess that's a good question um there's not really anything formal I do I'll like look back at my journal throughout the year I'll look through photos for sure because photos are just a good way to remember everything Mm -hmm. that the last year brought you know so I'll typically go through photos journal And then, yeah, just kind of think about the main areas of my life, which is similar to what we are going to do in this podcast. We kind of broke out different categories um, for career, personal, faith, and then the podcast. So kind of thinking through, like, what are the highs and lows? Like, where did I do really well? And where do I feel like next year I can really start to grow more? Mm -hmm. What about you? I kind of have something similar that I, or well, something specific that I've been doing for years. And so when I was like maybe 10, I was like obsessed with stationery and paper. And I found this like paper at a garage sale that had little pigs around the border and then one that has like cows around the border. And so every year I switch off between using pig paper or cow paper. I still have it. Like, this is the only thing I use this paper for is, like, my year to do, like, my year list of goals and stuff, and which is so weird. And I write, like, a I kind of do, like, a word or phrase of the year. And then, um, yeah, I look back and, like, reflect. I don't think I do categories, really, but I mainly do just, like, things that stuck out to me or things that like felt I don't know I feel like there's always just those things that you kind of can tell are things that you need to focus on in the next year and then also I just throw in some fun things in there as Mm -hmm. well too but I kind of have like the week between Christmas and New Year's is like my planning time planning time yeah Yeah. in my childhood bedroom always (laughs) the only place you can fully plan for New Year Is this year a cow year or a pig year? This year is going to be a cow year. 
Yeah. Like this past year or next year? Oh, oh, next year. Next year's cow so year. So this was pig year. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Do you find a trend that pig years Wait, tend to be better no, than cow stop. years? Or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How many years have you been doing this? So long. Since high school. Okay. So what happens when you run out of paper? That's a great question. <laughs> and the paper seems to be never ending. I also bought zebra paper oh, at okay. that time, but I hate the zebra paper. It's just ugly. Mm. But, you know, I might get desperate and have to go for the zebra paper. Hmm. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. I hope it doesn't. That would Hopefully just Hopefully there's enough sheets to last <laughs> you through the end of your life. <laughs> Definitely not. We're running a little low, so. I'm sure you could. I've tried to look some... up the brand before because it's a specific brand. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, there's, maybe I could find some, like, You could find something, something custom on Etsy or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Someone could recreate it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if it means that much. <laughs> we'll see. Or maybe I could just start a new era of paper, you know. Yeah. We'll see. But I, I am, like, a paper person. Like, Writing to write down. it out. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I'm, and then I I'm tape the it to way. my wall. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, do you want to get into it? Let's get into it. Okay, so we're, we're going to start with career. So let's do – so for each of these categories, we're going to do – we're going to focus on, like, one main high and then one low. So um, so to start out with work and just career in general, Claire, what's your high this year? I would say that my high this year is just really feeling like I belong at our company – I feel like the people there care about me, like I care about them. Um, I've made really good connections and relationships. And specifically, I've also been able to kind of find my way a little bit more coming into my career. I just didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. And so I was like, let's just try things out and see what happens. And that's what I've done. And I was on projects that, like, I didn't necessarily love, but I didn't waste my time, I guess, of, like, being sorry for myself or, I don't know, just I was like, let's still learn what we can from what we're given, but then also, you know, reach out past and go a little bit beyond to find something that is more my route and my speed, and... So now I, I, I'm in healthcare, but in the new year, I'm going to be transitioning a little bit more to healthcare mergers and acquisitions, which is like something that I think is going to be a really good fit for me. And it's just kind of like a niche in healthcare that I would have never told you that I would have been interested in that coming out of school, but have just, you know, I'm leaning more into that and I think it, it's good for my skills and I'm really excited for next year and working on that kind of stuff. So what about you, Allison? Yeah, so this year, looking back, it's been really cool to see how I've really developed a lot of skills, particularly in this one niche area. So I do, for those of you who don't know, I work within an area where we do a lot of Salesforce optimizations, implementations, whatever. But Um, I also work with this software that's kind of an add-on to Salesforce, and it's specific to banks. But there's this feature within that software that 
not a lot of people at our company have experience with. And so I was kind of thrown into it on my last project. And since then, I have just gone so deep into it that I'm kind of almost the go-to person now when it comes to that. And I've had, you know, just this past couple weeks, a director reach out and want to pull me into a project that I'm not even on just to help with their discovery and, and their scoping and just their recommendation to a client. And I don't know, I guess I just never thought that I would be at a point like that in my first year or, you know, a little over first year. Because part of me still feels like I'm obviously still learning so much. And I'm at a point where I'm like, there's obviously still so much I don't know. But to be able to have something that I feel confident in and confident enough that leadership is willing to I don't know, take my recommendation has been really cool to see. And so that's something I'm, I'm really proud of this year. I love that. So what about your low, Allison? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I guess, should we have started with lows and gone to highs? It's kind of like sad. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, let's switch off. Okay. Maybe okay. next one, next category, we'll start with lows. Okay. And then, yeah. I don't know. I would say my low is that I'm still just trying to figure out where I belong and what's next in my career because I obviously love our company. I love the people I work with, but, and even though I built such deep skills in this specific feature I've been talking about, it's not something that I want to do forever. And it's not something that I. Yeah, I just don't want to do it forever. And so it's been cool to build up that expertise and those skills, but I've definitely been struggling with, okay, what's next? How do I get there? I've been feeling just a little bit directionless, I guess, in terms of where do I go from here? So, yeah, that's kind of how I'm ending the year. (laughs) Lovely. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? I think mine is just like there were just some moments where this past year where I was just selfish at work or just like expecting more and like complaining and I don't know and it's just like over little things about like you know the economy's bad and that's like obviously like affecting business in certain ways or like money or just small things and it's like there's just so much more to be grateful for than, you know, things to complain about. And I just don't ever want to be that person that is ungrateful for what I have. And I want to bring more of that servant-like approach to my work because putting God into my work means coming as a servant. And not everyone has that same that same mindset. So then they're like, oh, the company, you know, they did they deserve, I deserve this, like they deserve to give me this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like easy to fall into that too and be like, yeah, I do deserve that. I work really hard. And I don't think it's where I, you know, I shouldn't expect anything, but I do think it's just coming at it with more of a servant-like heart instead of being like, I deserve this. It's like, I am going to serve you the best that I can. And in turn, like, I I would love recognition from that and I would love to be rewarded 
But at the end of the day, if I serve and I don't receive, it's okay. Because like I served with, with a servant's heart. Like I have been using the gifts that God has given me. And like when I give, I want to give freely and like not be expecting something like nat, like something in return where if I don't get it, I'm like bitter or like nat, like nasty about it. If that makes sense. Like I'm like, I have these skills. I want to give them freely and doing that I'm not expecting something in return like everything that I do get in return I'm receiving with gratitude not like this is mine thanks you Mm -hmm. know what I mean does that make sense that's an interesting perspective because when you think about giving a gift to someone right you're like I'm giving you this gift because I care about you and most of the time hopefully people give gifts not expecting anything in return you know like that's the whole idea of it and obviously if they return a gift or or like you know give you something back in return or show appreciation obviously it goes a long way but if you truly love and care about someone you give freely so I think that's a really interesting way to look at work and think of your skills as gifts and to be able to give those gifts can be a really beautiful thing yeah yeah and when I'm not thinking like that and when I do think because work is like a contract like we do agree on like a certain amount that I'm paid and certain Mm -hmm. things like that but at the end of the day too it's like if I don't see that like what I'm giving as a free gift then when I don't receive maybe exactly what I what I might want or what my dreams are or whatever I'm trying to like whatever I'm expecting from my company or maybe just like a manager or whoever I like gave that gift to then it just hurts me like I'm just the one bitter and Mm -hmm. annoyed like no one else is hurt by it it's just like something that you doesn't make me feel good with yeah you know what I mean and it's like I want to learn how to give my gifts more freely and just receive you know everything I'm receiving is taken with gratitude Mm -hmm. better so yeah I mean honestly I think you already do such a good job at that like (laughs) even in this past year I don't know I have never heard you really complain about work except for I think there was one day no I remember very vividly it was at a happy (laughs) hour you had like a really bad day Oh, and my gosh. You know what I'm talking I about. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time I think I've ever seen you just frustrated <laughs> about work or complaining. And not even, like, you weren't even, like, complaining. Like, it was valid what you were talking about. But other than that, I don't know. You just have always had such a positive apo- approach to work. So No, thank you. I appreciate that. But, like, small things, like like money or something it's like ugh like why am I like I'm like oh I hope that you know we're supposed to get a promotion this year and I'm like oh I hope that like the money that I would receive would match what I'm thinking or Mm -hmm. something like that and obviously if it doesn't I do think that it's something that I would like if I'm if I think it's unfair then it is Mm -hmm. something that I would want to bring up and I think there's a fairness to it yeah but also I'm like why am I thinking about this now there's literally nothing I can do right now and it's almost like the anticipation of being disappointed 
is already like I'm already thinking yeah. about it and it's like wh- why am I doing that because there's nothing I can do between now and when that happens other mm-hmm. than you know just make my annual review really great and do what I can on my side mm-hmm. but I cannot control what they do and so I think it's more of just I'm gonna give and then just not think about it not expect anything and then like when I receive that is when I can react I guess or like bring something up if something needed to be brought up yeah and it's so easy to compare what we make for example to like other people like friends or just other people and it's just there's always going to be someone else who's making more than you there's always going to be someone else who's yeah there's just it's a never-ending cycle of comparison and so if that's always what you're focusing on it's just you're never gonna be satisfied yeah and I think it's just something too of like we're just not that far in our career yet where I'm still just figuring out my relationship with money in Mm -hmm. that way too yeah and we we really want to do an episode all about money I was gonna say that later (laughs) sorry I stole your thunder there but I think it's a really important topic too especially in the context of faith and because like there is a fine line between like you were talking about if something's unfair you know you have to yeah, speak there's up a about fairness that. there's a it. fairness aspect to it but it's also also not being I'm not attached to it or attached yeah. to it like it's a fine line and that's something I think we should definitely talk about next season for sure yeah but so that's what I've been there's a little about. taste a little teaser yeah, more to, to be come. continued. <laughs> All right, let's head into our personal lives. Allison, what was the highlight of this year for you personally? Oh, wait, we're going to do low light. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, yeah, we can do lows. Okay, I don't really <laughs> want to talk about this one that much, but <laughs> I guess we can get it over with. <laughs> Yeah, let's just get it over with. Let's get it over come with. On, come okay. on. Okay. <laughs> okay, so my low this year has been dating. <laughs> when I saw um, this, I was like, Allison. I know. I'm like surprised I'm talking about this. Turning a new this, leaf but... over. This is insane. Um, <laughs> um, it's just been frustrating because, like, I have been going on dates throughout the year. And I've definitely been excited about certain people. And... Like, everyone I've met has been someone that I've met naturally. Like, I haven't Yeah, proud of you. Yeah, because I have been on dating apps, not this past year, but before that I have been and just did not have a great experience with it. So this year I was like, all right, I'm going to try to just meet people naturally. And I did. Like, it worked out. I've I went on dates throughout the year, and I don't know. It's just nothing ever – turned into anything and I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm not dating just to date you know like I'm dating with the intention of finding the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with so I'm not going to go into a relationship unless I see that potential so I've definitely been more intentional with it which obviously is going to be harder because the standards are higher and Mm -hmm. so it's been it's been a bit of a 
a struggle for me, especially being surrounded by certain people who are in really good long-term relationships. Um, but it's good because I do have a balance of friends that are in relationships, but also not in relationships. So it's not like I'm the only person, but yeah, I just, I finally feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm content with myself and I feel just full and ready to give that to someone, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, where's that person at, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But fine, the year's not over. Maybe (laughs) a Hallmark movie romance could be waiting for you at the Chris Kindle market. (laughs) Mm, Maybe. (laughs) But... Yeah, so that's been, I would say, probably my low for the year. What about you? Mine is a little less intense, but <laughs> more just like, oh my gosh. I These like little things about being an adult, like I physically cannot do them. I don't know why, but like switching my doctor from Ohio to Chicago is like the biggest roadblock to me. <laughs> I don't know why, but these things I just can't do. Like I've been wanting to switch my bank and I've been wanting to, yeah, get all of my physicians and everyone like in Chicago. I finally got an Illinois driver's license this year, which that was just like a huge. You did? Yeah, pat on my back. Nice. Yeah, a couple months ago. Nice. Yeah, I don't know why I just some of these things are so hard for me. I I don't know what the mental block is there, but I just I finally I got an appointment for to get TSA pre-check next next week though. Like some things that I'm slowly crossing them off, but it just it's a lot. I don't know what the mental hurdle is for that, but I just really have a hard time doing that kind of stuff. I agree cuz I mean, we didn't have to deal with that for so much of our lives, you know, like we just went to the doctor when our parents told us to. And, and I mean, I still have appointments back home for stuff. Like I still, (laughs) I don't have a dentist in Chicago. I just go when I'm home. Um, Same thing with my eye doctor. I just go when I'm home, but it is, I don't know. It's probably something I should do, but yeah, it's, I I, I feel you. It's hard. I'm thinking by end of next year because next year I'll be, you know, 25 or whatever that when you get cut off and 26 I think oh. is health insurance, but just kidding. Well, you maybe I'll time. make it 25. <laughs> <laughs> That'll give yourself some buffer in case yeah. you don't get it done by then, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but I some of those things I just need to bite the bullet and do it. Mhm. Especially switching my bank. I've wanted to switch my bank for such a long time because the only reason I was at the bank I was at was because it was, like, right by my college or whatever, and it was, like, on campus. It's not – and I've just been lazy. I don't even want to be at that bank, so no offense to my bank. But (laughs) um, that'll be, like, something that I do next year. Like, I still have some time. I could – when I go home and stuff, I could always be, like, bye, break up with my bank and go to a different one. (laughs) So there's still some time. But, uh, yeah, I'll get on that. But for my high of the year, I would say I have done more traveling this year of my life than my entire life, maybe combined. I'm not sure. Honestly, so many trips. I have the same one here, so this is good. Yeah. What was your favorite trip this year, Allison? Ooh. 
Oh my gosh, this is hard for me because I I counted in preparation for this. I was like looking through all my photos and I was like, oh my gosh, I went so many places this year. Yeah. Um, so I had 11 trips this year and the majority of them were places that I've never been, which was a goal of mine. I wanted to travel to new places. So went to Miami, I've never been there. I went to Seattle, San Francisco. San Antonio, Austin, to name a few, but Ohio, also... You forgot Ohio. Ohio, yes. <laughs> Can't forget that one. But I would say my favorite trip was probably New York City because I've been wanting to go there for years now, and it was also my first solo trip ever, Love. which it was just a really cool experience for me because I've been wanting to do something like that for a long time, and... I just feel like I learned so much about myself traveling alone, and I just truly felt like an independent woman. Like, I don't know. Wow. I just, I felt like I was the main character in my own movie (laughs) and that whole trip, you know? Just, I mean, so many movies are set in New York City, and just, it was, it was so much fun. So, that was probably my favorite trip this year. I want to go back. Next time, we'll go together. Okay. I haven't been since high school, so I'm due for a trip to New York City. I definitely do want to go back with people, though, because there were a lot of parts of the city I obviously saw, but didn't really experience as much the nightlife or just, you know, going out to to dinner more. Yeah, like things that I just wouldn't want to do alone. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely want to go back. (laughs) All right, let's do it. 2023. Yeah, let's do it. I feel like my favorite place was definitely Spain. It was the biggest trip I took this year. It was my first time to Europe. And, you know, I don't know. I, I've i never been to Europe before, and I just never really saw myself as, like, that person who could take big trips like that. And so being able to do that and being able to pay for it myself and just being able to see the culture Sevilla was my favorite place and they are just like a very Catholic city too so it was like the most beautiful thing I'd be walking down the street and I just like look over and literally in the building like it's like a brick in the building almost is just like a picture of Mary and just like things like that it was just so beautiful and I felt very at home there and the weather was amazing and yeah, but I went to a lot of different places, too. Didn't you? You went to Barcelona, right? Yeah. The Sagrada Familia? Yes, and my first thought was I didn't like it. Interesting. That was one of the highlights of my study abroad, was seeing that church. I, I think that I am more drawn to, like, very ornate detail in a church. It's just something that I really like, and there were so many places that had very like ornate detail like one I remember I was just like the door going in had these little tiny monstrances all over the door almost just like mm. imprinted into the door it just was so beautiful and so and so detailed but so when I first walked in I was like this thing is just white like what is this place and it just but there's so much detail though yeah the more, you the more look I looked at it, it yeah and also it has a lot to do with light and I Which loved, I, love. I loved that. Yeah. I will say though, it was so touristy. I was just like, where is the reverence here? Because it still yeah. is a church. So I think I had a little bit of a 
you know, qualm with that. I was like, come on, guys, like, this is still a place of worship. Like, please be reverent. But it was beautiful. Not my favorite church in Spain, though, that I went to. (laughs) But I did love it. I just loved how unique it was because I think a lot of churches, they have a similar structure. But that church, I have never been in a church like that ever and just the way it was designed and there's so much meaning behind it like they have a whole museum and just the level of detail and just little things that mean things and it's just I don't know I just remember being so blown away and the stained glass and the colors inside are just I think that was pretty but I mean I don't know there were just so many that like had 40 different rooms and each room had like a hundred different images of just so many things so I think Mm -hmm. I love that a little bit more but yeah I I loved Spain it was really really fun and yeah I want to go back to Europe I do too next year I haven't been to Europe since my study abroad in sophomore year of college so I'm definitely due for a Europe trip I'm hoping I can do that next year that would be really cool but yeah, ooh, we'll have to post some photos from our trips, our favorite trips this year. We also visited podcast. each other's hometowns, which we did not say. That's true. We met each yeah. other's families. Yeah. Which was really fun. That was really fun. We, got I to, think we learned more. Omaha? Yeah. <laughs> Omaha. Like, when else would I be in Nebraska? Loving. Yeah. We got to see, learn more about each other because we met our families, I think. Mm-hmm. Meet the parents. It's like we're dating. See, I'll be your date this year. <laughs> Uh, no, but yeah, that was really fun. Just seeing people's family. It's so crazy. Like you hear your friends talk about them. And that's the thing about friends after college. You don't really know. Or friends after high school, you don't really meet their parents a lot. So it's it's funny. Okay. So next up, let's, should we do highs first? Let's do highs first on this one. Okay. Because then we can end with the last category of highs. Perfect. Okay. Sweet. All right. So next up is faith. Let's start with, okay, I'll start with mine. So my high this year was really finally feeling like I found community in Chicago in terms of like a faith community. And this has been something that I've been wanting and praying for for so long. And I'll be honest with myself, it's not something I really put much effort into. I was just kind of waiting for it to happen. And so I think this was the first year that I finally started putting effort in and finally was able to just find it. So um, through the Bible study that we started technically last year, but continued on through this year. And then um, Claire and I also did this alpha group through St. Clement's Church, which was just a really cool experience because it was a weekly thing. We would always have dinner each week. We'd watch a video, and then you have the same small group every week. So it was just cool getting to maintain that group throughout the however many weeks it was and kind of deepen and build those relationships. And then also being able to connect with some people at work who are Catholic and mostly that's been through the podcast but finding people like Mary Kate you know and just like people that I probably wouldn't have maybe talked about work with before but was able to kind of 
start opening up about that and finding more people who share that part of my life with me. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm very happy for you. Thanks. <laughs> That's a great high of the year. Yeah. What about you? What was your high this year? Mine has been, well, it's something that's going to be ongoing, so it's probably going to be a high throughout next year, too, but it is the Samuel group that I've been going to, which really is just like a deep dive. I I, I don't really know how to describe it, but basically you go like once a month, and it's a few hours, and you, you know, talk about a topic, and, you know, you go to mass, and you go to confession and adoration and the whole thing it's kind of like a mini retreat once a month um it's ongoing and it's going to be going through april but i get a spiritual director through it and yeah i just loved i just like i'm really weird and i love being intense um (laughs) and this group is kind of intense it's something that i've been wanting i you know i think that i love other groups and other things that I've been a part of, but this just really allows me to dive deep into not only, you know, like, oh, I have a problem. Well, why do I have this problem? What in my life has has pointed this to me? Like, what am I going to do? How is God going to guide me through it? Like, let's take that next step. Like, let's build my relationship with God. There's just like a lot going on. And I really, really like that. And I, I love the growth that has come through it. It, being signing up for this group has been me taking charge of my faith in my adult life, I guess, because the past year since I've moved here, I've just been kind of letting life happen to me a little bit, of, and which is totally fine. I, I was giving myself space to just be like, you know, what? who is post-grad Claire? You know, who is Chicago Claire? Like, what's going on? And now that I've evaluated that, like something I've missed was that intentionality and in my faith life and in my prayer life and so that was something that I really wanted and yeah I I just love this um it's allowing me to get to know myself and my relationship with God like a lot better and just allows so much like interior growth and interior freedom and on top of that I also this is just something that I've kind of when I was in Spain I kept seeing John Paul II Pope John Paul II saint Pope John Paul II and he was everywhere following me in every single city I just kept seeing his image and I was like what why I feel like people I know are are like really like love him love him so much and I'm just like cool you know to be honest I don't really know that much about him he's never been there's certain saints that like stick out to certain people and he just like has never stuck out to me and I was like cool like that's great that you love him but I, I really you know there's no like special attachment there but he was just kind of stalking me he was following me around and so I was like you know what is this and his thing is theology of the body that is like a huge teaching that he taught on and then when I got back from Spain I just kept seeing like theology of the body stuff like all the time and I was like I think I'm being you know called to learn more about this and so I went to a theology of the body talk and like read a theology of the body book and yeah I just really have enjoyed it really loved it it's something that I think how you talked about dating, Allison, it's not about dating, but I think theology of the body is a lot about like how, you know, you treat your own body as like it's, you know, a gift from God and then also treating other people and like their bodies and whatever as like a gift from God instead of just like 
you know, using them or having someone like use you or whatever, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into it, but learning more about that, I think will has prepared me and has like allowed me to dive deep so I can be more of a gift to someone else when like a relationship does come up in my life too. So that has been just really great. And I have loved learning like more about myself through that. So yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's been cool hearing you talk about the group because I can tell that that's been something that's been really impactful for you. I have and it today, actually. Yeah, so. exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> so is it with a ton of other people or are you mostly just like one-on-one with your spiritual director? No, so yeah, you get there and you know, you're know you in a group, guys and girls, whatever, and then they have a talk and then we go to adoration for like an hour, then we eat lunch. Then we come back and it's another talk and then we do a small group and that's like mine's they split it up men and women so mine's just like women and then we go to mass after nice yeah yeah it is like a mini retreat then yeah honestly which is like so great i need that (laughs) (laughs) love that okay um so now what about lows with faith um I guess I can start since I started before I don't know I would say I definitely had way more highs than lows this year when it comes to faith but I think the thing that just keeps coming back to me as a low point for my faith is just being able to trust and not take things into my own control because I'm such a planner I'm such like I want to know what's ahead I look forward to what's ahead and it's just always been really hard for me to just give up and surrender knowing that I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that it's going to work out and that it's going to be what's best for me. Like I know and I believe that God knows what's best for me and is going to give what's best for me when I'm ready for it. And so I think that's been something I continually struggle with. But another thing too is just starting out the year being very hesitant about talking about my faith. I think starting this year, I don't know, like the way I approached faith was very much segmented in my life. Like I had my normal life, my friends, like that was one part of my life. And then my faith was was always just something separate. It was something that was like only my own and I didn't really have that community. So it was just something that I did and I didn't really talk about and I'd still go to church and stuff but it was very much just segmented and isolated from the rest of my life and so I think I've started and I've made tremendous progress this year but it's definitely been hard and uncomfortable at times like really trying to fully embrace that part of my life and not be afraid to open up and and talk about it which obviously this podcast has (laughs) really helped with that and yeah has been honestly a huge blessing but also um has been hard at times so yeah yeah I would agree for me so part of that Samuel group is that you're supposed to pray for 30 minutes every day and I'm gonna be frank I have not done that every day (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's really hard That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it's a freaking struggle. And my thing is, like, in my last group, we were all, like, 
well, you know, we were trying to like, we're like, what counts as 30 minutes? And then I'm like, you know what counts is when it feels like it counts. Yeah, the you know, minute like you start yeah. saying like, okay, this counts, this, this counts. doesn't count, then that, that you're getting too. I'm like, deep it counts when it, you yeah. feel it counts. And that if I know it didn't count, then it didn't count. Whether yeah. I like sat there for 30 minutes and like just let my mind wander, well, it didn't feel like it counted, so it didn't count. And it's fine. Like no one's checking up to make sure that I'm doing this. It's more of just like a commitment that I made. Mm-hmm. However, it's really hard for me. And I think something that's hard for me is just finding the routine and the space because I get up really early and I like, and I, and I go about my day. Like I already get up at like 6 a.m. Like you want me to get up at 5.30? Like maybe, but I'm like, well, I'd be so tired that I can't mm-hmm. pray. And then the same thing at night is like, I get really tired at night. So I'm like, when is this going to happen? Because I'm really, I get tired in the morning, I'm tired at night, and the middle of the day is full of stuff. So I'm also just having trouble finding, like, a time of day mm-hmm. to do it. And so then it's like, well, one day I do it at this time, and one day I do it at this time, and there's not, like, a specific time, which is, like, why it's really hard for me to do this. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And this has been a struggle in general, like, since I moved here, like, since being an adult, like, after college, I just have not, because I, I go to mass, and so I'm like, that's prayer time, and I do, and I do think I'm like, that does count for me, like, I do, like, that is a mm-hmm. time of prayer, but that isn't the only type of prayer I want to have, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I do need to set aside more time for, like, other prayer that I, like, you know, don't have time to do during mass, but that's just been hard, so... I don't know. Pray for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We got lots of people. Pray that I can pray. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And just FYI to everyone listening, we do pray for you all. So hope you know that. I do every day on my decade. I do every day, yeah. So just know that even if you don't know of anyone else praying for you, we're praying for you. Yeah, we are. Seriously. (laughs) All right. Last category and probably... The one that's most exciting to talk about is the podcast. So let's start with Lowe's. Even though, honestly, there's not that many. I was having a really hard time thinking about Lowe's because there's just been so many highs this year and so many exciting things. But let's just get it out of the way. And, um, yeah, what would you say have been um, Lowe's from this year or just challenges? I think personally, you know, keeping God first in the podcast and realizing that it's not about us. So remembering to pray before we record, you know, our faces are like on the cover, you know, it's like, we're making it about us. And I don't, it's not a bad thing. I don't need to change it, but it's just like, yeah, what other people see is us. So it's hard to just, it's just a continuous reminder of like, this is not, you know, focus, make sure everything that we do is focused on God and, like, what God wants. Um, because, yeah, there's, like, little temptations that just pop up mm-hmm. throughout whatever is going on. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I would agree with that. And then I think for the most time, or for the most part, we've been pretty good about scheduling. and But I think it, it did take us a bit of time to just get into a rhythm with, you know, just recording and finding a schedule that worked and 
also, I mean, we did have to make sacrifices throughout in terms of saying no to plans or saying no to different social things to make sure that we protect the time that we've set aside. So it definitely hasn't been easy the whole time, but it's also been something that we've obviously wanted to do. So it hasn't been the hardest, but yeah, yeah. that's really all I can think of. Yeah. Everything else has been a high. So <laughs> let's talk more about that. What has been, okay, let's start with our favorite episode and then let's talk about some other highs. What's your okay. favorite episode? My from favorite the season? episode. My favorite episode is the episode with Sarah. I, Sarah, that might be listening to this, I don't know, but, you know, she, her episode was just very powerful, very raw, very real, very deep. Very like, vulnerable. Yeah. Like probably, definitely our most vulnerable episode. Yeah. I commend her for sharing like so much and I just feel like she really owned her story she Mm -hmm. was like this is my story like this is what has been happening in my life and she also and just incorporated through her witness I feel like she just incorporated so many beautiful messages too so I I loved hers I feel like she just made me, like, want to think more about my own life, like, my own path and the tendencies that I might have when making decisions and things like that. So, and discerning. What about you? Oh, that was such a good episode. I would say... Oh, wait, sorry. I think my favorite part of the episode, too, was... <sighs> we cut this out, but Allison... No, stop! <laughs> Allison, I'm going to edit this out. Allison accidentally introduced herself as Claire. She was like, hi, everyone, I'm Claire. And we were all like, me and Sarah were like, what? <laughs> I didn't even realize. Bloopers. I didn't even realize I did it at first. Um, but, you know, we just get in such a rhythm. Like, we switch off introing. and But I edit all the episodes. So normally the last episode I edited, it was like, hey, everyone, like, welcome back. Claire was introing, so she's like, I'm Claire, and then I'm like, I'm Allison, and I don't know why, but it was just like just in my head, and it just rolled out of my tongue. I was like, I'm Claire, <laughs> and I was and like, Am I supposed to say I'm Allison? And I was like, What's going on? It's <laughs> like, Are we trying to trick the listeners and see if they notice? But Sarah and I were both just like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and I, they looked so confused, and I was like, Why are you guys looking like that? And then I, it, it registered in my head what I'd said, and then I was like. Oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> but I should cut that out. I might cut this. No, out. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but I would say my favorite episode. I just I loved all our guest episodes. Honestly, I just I think it's so fun. Like obviously, I love talking with you, Claire. But <laughs> I'm kidding. But I'm one of my Um, I just think it was, it's, it's really cool to bring on different perspectives and different people. And I loved our episode with Fran, especially because I was kind of nervous going into that episode because I never met her before. So I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. Like, <laughs> never met her. I was like, Fran's awesome. And, don't but I worry trusted about you. It. I was yeah. like, I, cause you had met her and it was just such a fun episode. Her energy was just so fun and just her perspective on work and how she approaches traveling and it, like I just feel like she has such a good grasp of the integration of faith and work and yeah. I think her speaking about that was just 
really cool and I got a lot out of it so it was a good episode I love that okay what's one thing that you learned from this season that you know you either are planning on incorporating have started to incorporate or just something like a realization I think the thing that I've learned is that people are genuinely wanting more out of their work like they want to feel purpose and meaning in what they do and I think so many people are just struggling with how to do that and just in conversations that I've had with people I can just tell that some people are hurting and that they just want that and so I think if anything I've learned that just like there is a place for this podcast and there are just so many people that I think are looking for that and it just it makes me feel really good that we've kind of started going down this path and I think there's just so much more and it's so exciting to think about where this could go and like who it could reach and it just makes me excited about what we're doing yeah and I think that I've through those experiences I've gained more confidence talking about the podcast because a few episodes ago we were like I wouldn't even categorize myself as a podcaster yeah Or and even now just, I would. Yeah, or even just when people ask about it. I mean, at the beginning, I, we didn't really have a good elevator pitch of, like, what is Corporate Catholic? What is this podcast? And I think we could still maybe refine that a little bit, but I think we've come a long way in being able to say, like, this is what we're talking about, and we've just gotten more clarity, I think, throughout yeah. the season. Yeah, I agree. I think this season was almost like a – a pilot where we, mm-hmm. the need is there. Like we thought it was like when you're building a startup and you mm-hmm. got to test your product out in the marketplace and everyone has given such great feedback that we know that this podcast is necessary. I think next steps for us are just growth and not growth that highlights us, but growth is like, we know there are people out there that would love this we just don't know how to reach them mm-hmm. and so we're figuring that out yeah so that kind of goes into let's no before we do that just like favorite moment from the podcast this year because we did a lot this year we did we started the year with vision board planning we did a whole photo shoot we had a launch party like I would say my favorite moment from this past year with the podcast was the launch party. That was really That was great. just so cool. And so we had it at our apartment, little rooftop area, and we put a lot of thought into it, honestly, like getting decorations and inviting people. And I had this fear that, like, no one was going to come, I think. Oh, my gosh. And that, not like no one was going <laughs> to come, but that it just wasn't really going to be a big turnout. Yeah. But so many people came and people that I honestly wouldn't have expected to come came and were just so supportive and so excited. And it just, I just felt so warm and happy after that launch party. It was just so cool. It was really fun. And Rachel brought a cake. Oh, Rachel, Rachel. we love you. (laughs) It was so colorful and cute. I know. That was amazing. That was so fun. And... I think that that just made it real, too, because I think it's easy to, like, press 
send and like launch something from your bedroom and be like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe someone will listen to it. It's another thing to announce. And also I think we kind of talked about our story and each of us only knew about half the people at that party because the yeah. other half were other the other person's friends that we didn't mm-hmm. know. So it wasn't like I was talking to a whole group of people I knew. There were still like strangers there yeah. for me and then strangers for you. No, but. yeah, same. <laughs> So it was, like, the first time, like, speaking out to, like, a group of people about it. Yeah, like, we gave a little speech, and it was... (laughs) Everyone thought it was going to be a listening party, though. Yeah. Everyone was like, like, are we just going to sit down and listen? And I was like, ew, no. (laughs) That'd be a long time. We should have maybe... We could have done, like, the trailer or something. I I don't know. I don't know if I want to be around while people are listening to my voice. Like, that's... Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I know. That was funny. A lot of people were expecting that. Because my one friend was like, is it okay if I'm late? Like, are you going to start the podcast without me? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, just come whenever. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So then, yeah, let's look ahead to next year because I know for a fact, like, I'm so excited and I know you're excited and we have so many ideas and so many just things that we're excited to talk about and plan and do next year. So we kind of wanted maybe talk about it a little bit obviously not giving away too much but we are excited to bring in more guests next season specifically maybe some people outside of Chicago so um, we're dabbling in virtual recording virtually yeah we're gonna try to branch out a little bit and also we want to bring in some male guests men out there men (laughs) (laughs) we want to bring some men some representation for the men out there our Mm -hmm. 27 percent male listenership (laughs) yeah yeah and we're just really looking to expand also hopefully claire's looking to get her own mic so that we can have our own mic and not santa please yeah (laughs) hopefully we're good this year just finding more ways to engage with you all and just utilize social media to, like you said, grow and just really reach more people and potentially partnering with some different brands, hopefully Catholic brands. We'll see. I don't know. Spotify playlist. I actually already started that. I saw that. I added one song to it, but I need to add more. <laughs> so that's in the works. Just because mm-hmm. I feel like we've talked about I feel like music, we both love music a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's been some songs we specifically have talked about. Yeah. And then maybe just adding on that throughout. Just something that, a good good collection. Just something fun. Yeah. Definitely want to talk more about money, like I said, mm-hmm. in the future. That's a huge thing that we have not even talked about at all. But I think that's something that... I'm kind of working through on my own too. Mm-hmm, so it's same. something that almost like, I feel like we need to plan that together, like sit down and really get into that and maybe like research and read some more. Yeah. Agreed. There's actually a good book that I have about that, that I'm hoping to read before the end of the year. So mm-hmm. maybe that'll help launch some of those conversations and anything else that, well, there was one other thing I had written down, but you didn't want to, announced that yet so oh that's awkward (laughs) we got one other thing that we're hoping to do but we'll we'll leave that as a little teaser yeah I can't wait for our vision planning we need to establish a a process or something for our 2023 Mm -hmm. vision brainstorming session yeah because think about it I mean we only had 
really September through the end of the year on this podcast. Next year, we have a whole year. That's insane. That's insane. So much can happen. So much possibility. So excited. We also just want to thank you all for your support, too. Yes. This, I mean, I don't know. Would we still be talking if no one was listening? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys are the reason that, obviously, we're still making these episodes. And, yeah, we truly, Allison and I are, actually, when this podcast goes out, we will have finished two days ago a 54-day rosary novena Mm -hmm. for all of you. And our intention was to reach the right people and then to speak to those people what God desires them to hear. So Mm -hmm. I hope that there has been something that has resonated with you um, throughout our episodes and that we know that God has been hearing us through this novena because we've just already received so many fruits from it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we're just very grateful for all of you and for the opportunity to that you give us on this platform and just for everything that's that's happened this these past few months. Yeah, no, seriously cannot thank you all enough because, I mean, just the fact that you're taking time out of your day to listen to us talk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so cool to think about and you know, yeah, like you said, I really do hope that you've gotten something out of, you know, maybe you didn't listen to every episode. Maybe you only listened to one. Like, hopefully you're able to get something out of it. Like, that's our hope and our prayer that that we can just help you think about your life and your faith and, and work in just a new way. So, all right. Well, this has been a great season one wrapping up. Is it time to cry now? I think so. <laughs> Quick. Good thing Good thing they can't see us because um, I am crying a little bit right now. Are you okay. serious? <laughs> I was like, I don't see anything. I don't know, but it doesn't feel like it's right to cry because there's so much good that happened. Don't and cry so... because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah, and there's so many. Like, I'm more excited. Why are you not laughing at that? That's a complete joke that I said that. Because it's not that funny. <laughs> Like, if anything, I'm just excited right now. Like, I'm ready to get going. Just so you all know, we're aiming for the end of January to do our little launch of season two. So we hope you all have a great holiday season. Enjoy time with your family and friends. And we can't wait to see you all next season. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.